Today's episode of Tyus and Tate is brought to you by Discover. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically with no limit on how much you can earn. How amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. to take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. On today's episode of Titus and Tate, Rick Pitino turned 69 over the weekend. So the ultimate race. We are going to do our top 69 times. (laughs) Rick Pitino was at his 69ist. Oh. That's what we're doing on Sunday. I'm kidding. We're not. But he did turn 69. That could have happened. We could have done that show. We really we, really could have done that show. If you think this is all a joke, we still could. It's not too late. We get number sixty nine. We, we have clock a whole in. year. Yeah. We have a whole year. That's good. Uh, what are we talking about today, Tate? What I mean, it's fifty on? days to college yeah. basketball. I think that's the the big news of the day. You and I walked in. We sat down. We said not much going on in the college basketball world, which I think all of our you know fellow journalists in the college basketball space they can agree with us. So they started making their top fifty lists. So maybe we can talk about some of those lists. But otherwise, we talk about that. Yeah, yeah. A, a little story time. I saw you were at uh, the Chargers game. Yeah, first game. Stadium. First the, game, the, the home opener yeah. for the Los history. Angeles Chargers. You, you witness history. Yeah. I, I gotta hear. I, I, I am a licensed season ticket holder, and I was a part of history. Yes, All right. it was great. We, we gotta hear. We, uh, <laughs> I, Jim, we don't have as good of a story this week. Yeah, you guys, Norman, did you go to a suite this week? No, maybe we might. Sh- we'll share some story. I don't like. We don't have anything as good. Spoiler alert. But we'll uh, we'll we'll talk a little bit about Norman because I, I have thoughts on that. I have I have thoughts on Norman, um, and basketball in. Norman as well, if yeah. that makes sense. Like by going to a football game, by experiencing the football scene, mm-hmm. I could absorb the basketball vibe, mm. and and I'm I'm ready to report uh, what I like and don't like about Oklahoma. Oh, basketball okay. Based on a Trey trip to Young was game. also there. Yeah, he was. That was college yeah. basketball. Related. Dude, we have a weird we have a weird run. We've been to three college football games this this year, Jim. Mm-hmm. And uh, week one, we're in Wisconsin. Jalen Suggs is there. Yeah. Which I I think I brought up on the show because someone someone uh, pointed out to me that Suggs. Went to high school with a guy who plays like linebacker for Wisconsin or something. So someone like clear that up for us. Uh, second week, Jeremiah Robinson Earl was at the Ohio State game, the Ohio State Oregon game, yeah. wearing a Buckeye hoodie, and and it was not very, good for Villanova. Yeah, it was very. I strange. guess Villanova has no football. And I, team. So that was like two weeks in a row where where I was I was like, why is he what, what yeah. what's going on? And then uh, week number three, we see Trey Young, which isn't as confusing because he went to Oklahoma, and that actually makes sense. But uh, yeah, we're we're having a we're having quite a run of just who's in next? The NBA, guys. That's yeah. the question. That's we're going to LSU. So. <laughs> Lou Dort's going to be at the LSU <laughs> yeah, game. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Uh, we're going to have some fun. Uh, it, it is the offseason for a, a, a few more weeks. And uh, Rick Pitino 69. So uh, we're going to we're going to see where this thing goes. But first, Woody Durham. Hey, As Woody Durham was playing, I was laughing tape because I, I I feel like I've been saying this a lot. But we're just gonna see where it goes. That's uh that's our thing. What's the what's the here's a challenge for us. Um, mm. we are both long winded. We both love to hear ourselves talk. Mm. Um, what <laughs> what what is the shortest episode we have ever done? Do you think we can do that while while we're still in this off season window? Yes. Do you think we could submit? I I like doing these exercises at the start of the show because everyone who clicked play on this thing knows how long the show yeah, is. Yeah, they can look right now <laughs> and, and see how dumb we are. So they can see how long we are. <laughs> so make the call. How long is this show going to be on a on a quote-unquote show we have nothing to talk about? I think that 69 minutes was the the long or the shortest show we've ever done. So an hour and nine minutes, 69 really, minutes. Yeah. I think that's our we've shortest come, show. We've come a long way from the Zach Mack 45-minute in yeah. and out days at the, <laughs> the ringer.com. Cut it. Cut. You'd have a great point to make. So cut. Cut it. <laughs> I remember we were doing a we were doing a show uh, during the 2018 tournament. Yeah, and uh, we were talking about a game that was being played, and he was just in my ear like, "Wrap it up, wrap, wrap it, it up, up, please." <laughs> He's like, he has the box on the outside. Wrap it up. Babe. No, it was 2017. It was the 2017 tournament, and we're talking about a game. And I was like, another thing that I thought Duke did really well. He's like, "Don't care, wrap it up." Like, Nobody cares about Duke. Yeah, end it, end it, end it. T- uh, T's Game of Thrones. In his uh, defense, they were about to do the tech pod was going to come in. That is true. <laughs> Achievement oriented. That was right. That's right. <laughs> uh, let's start with uh, let's start with football. Why not? Who cares? Yeah. It's our show. We can do what we want. Um, you went to uh, you went to a Chargers game. What was that like? 
Yeah, SoFi Stadium is uh, in the middle of Inglewood. And if uh, if you've not been to Inglewood, go check it out. Uh, there's literally, you know, the Forum is right here. Yeah. SoFi is right here. And the, the rest where is Inglewood. Where are they building the Clippers deal? Are they like, tearing down close. the Forum? Yeah. No, I, I'm not sure. I don't think they're tearing down the Forum, but they're also, they're building it. It's like a triangle. You know what I mean? It's going to be somewhere in that vicinity. But I, I couldn't figure that out. What a city this place is that you yeah. can have... So the new Clippers arena, you're mm-hmm. going to have SoFi Stadium. We have the Coliseum. We have the Rose. I mean, Pasadena is not L.A. It's close enough close for the enough. Olympics, though. We're going to count it for the Olympics. Uh, you could, like, theoretically, this is what blows my mind about L.A. is, like, mm-hmm. you could theoretically have, like, a Drake concert going on yeah. the same time that, like, Kanye is doing a concert, the same time that, like, John Mayer is doing a concert. And Adele's and, at Staples Center. And Adele Center. and Taylor. They're all, yeah. like, doing concerts on the yes. same night. Yes. And we have all the venues for it. And it's insane. It makes no sense. It, but makes, anyway. it makes zero sense. And if yeah. you go to SoFi Stadium, the uh, the speaker screen setup, like, you know, th- this is what you judge stadiums by. If you talk about, you know, Cowboy Stadium, it's about the ginormous yes. screen, the the big, you know, uh, prompter in the middle of the field. Well, this is the size of the Titanic that is in SoFi Stadium. The the screens and... Is, the, it, is, that, is that literally the... No, cell- uh, I don't think that's you, actually you, that's what, what it is, said, but yeah. I think that's what I'm going to say from now on because it sounds really good. You know what I mean? Well, that, that sounds like something they would say. That exactly. They're like, we, we measured this. This weighs exactly the same as the Titanic. I am here to, to propagate, you know, the SoFi Stadium experience because, again, season ticket holder, if you want to reach out, you, I have two tickets every time the Chargers play at home. <laughs> Um, and and you can reach out. I'm to looking me. to sell them already. <laughs> you can reach out to me after one loss to the Cowboys. I'm. Uh, it was a great game, though. Like you said, I mean, uh, I was texting Jim this last night. I mean, Jamie Fox is there. Jerry West is there. LeBron James is there. Magic, Magic Johnson's Johnson. there. All all the stars came out. Um, so that was cool to see. Do you think uh, all for the Cowboys? By the way, yeah, I, mean, I was going to say not for the Chargers. I was going to say. Do you think it's the Chargers? Do, do you think the Rams? Like, is this, is Magic Johnson just going to go every week to whoever's? No. It was just a Cowboys. It was, it was a week Cowboys one. Thing. It was a it was the opening because did the Rams play at home last week? Yeah, they played at home. The Rams. Oh, so they've already opened first. the building. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so this was the Chargers <laughs> opening. It was not as much fanfare, but like I said, a lot of stars were there. Yeah. Um, it was a great experience. As you walk in, some for some reason they took me to the three hundred level. Like I walked into the wrong gate. But when you walked in, it was like the Tri Wizard Cup. You know, if you read Harry Potter, yeah. or if you watch the movies. It is just the straight up of just packed people at every single level. I mean, the, really? the place was rocking, packed, loud. I mean, I think if you had vertigo, you could not be in the building because you would be terrified of where mm-hmm. you are. Um, but got to our seats. Great seats. Shout out to my guy, Bryce, for hooking it up. You know, he came down, got to talk about the Chargers experience. He was telling me about all the different suites, all the different famous people that are at the game. I kept being like, are they Chargers fans, though? He's like, no, they, they don't care about the Chargers at all. So it, it felt like a, you were at a Cowboys-Oxnard home game. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's like true. The Their training Cowboys. camp was right down the road. Yeah, the, yeah, they were playing at SoFi, and that the Chargers were, like, happy to be here. Like, even as the Cowboys, things were happening in the game. Like, you know, my seats, there's more Cowboys fans than Chargers fans, but I had a couple, you know, diehard Chargers fans behind me, but they, they, the attitude was happy to be here. And then after the game, you saw a lot of, you know, Chargers and Cowboys fans walking out together, you know, yeah. my friend, Michael, that came with me, he was a Cowboys fan. He's wearing a Roger Staubach, Roger, the Dodger Jersey. You know what I mean? It was just the atmosphere of the day. It was like a, it was a celebration of football. You know what I mean? It wasn't even about who was going to win the game. Um, it was just, so are, are, were you cheering for the Chargers? Yeah. Hardcore. Okay. Hardcore. I, I like obnoxiously the, cheering for the Chargers. I do sort of like the idea. Uh, I don't think I like. I, I like it better that you're cheering for the Chargers. But it there's yeah. there's a seed of an idea there where you get Charger season tickets, and it's kind of like the, the cousin <laughs> of the Boo Brothers deal, uh-huh. where you go to every single Chargers game and just cheer for the other team yes. every single time. The next game is the Raiders game on Monday night. And <laughs> just, if, you know the, if you know the Cowboys fans were bad, wait till you see the Raiders fans <laughs> in Los Angeles on Monday are, night. Are you in the, uh, not to be classist here and, and uh, uh, you know, whatever, but uh, do you feel like you're in a section where fights could break out? No, I don't. You're not in a, you're not I, in a fight. I, I am. I, I shout out to my boy, Bryce. I'm, I'm in up. a nice, right. nice section. Nice. You have to show your tax returns. Uh, I, I didn't even have you know. three people next to me. In fact, three people came down later in the game to sit in the seats that were open. Yeah. And then some guy with an iPad came by and kicked them out. You know, I, I didn't even care. I was like, they can sit there. I don't, I don't know. I don't care. iPad guy said, get out of here. So I'm in a nice section. I, I think fights could happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you. They had DM Tate Frazier again for his Chargers tickets. I actually <laughs> want the tickets, but I want to see how much they're willing to pay for it, Jim. That's the that's the next that's the next wave. Because these tickets, these Cowboys tickets in my section, selling like sixteen hundred dollars 
For real? That's how much these Cowboy fans were paying. For two, for two. So eight hundred apiece. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh. Eight hundred dollars. I don't. I I think pro football is the worst. See, you haven't been to SoFi because yeah. the screens, like football's happening on the field down here, right? Yeah. Like it's happening here. No one's watching it. Everyone's watching Everyone just watches the screen. screen. So you go to the, you pay $1,600 to go to the stadium to watch it on TV. No, the, the best TV though. And if you get there early enough, if you get to SoFi early enough, this is for the, uh, the diehard Chargers fans, you can watch the earlier games on the big screen. So you grab a beer. Pacifico is the big sponsor. Grab a nice fat Pacifico, take a seat and watch the other games. But not during the game. Not during the game. They should no. do it during the game. You well, should be show showing. You should, you should be showing all the other they games other during games. the game. They, I've been to the the Cowboys Stadium one time. Um, I went down there a couple years ago. Ohio State. Played. I'll say this is better than the Cowboys Stadium. I've been to both. Oh, yeah, it's better than the Cowboys Stadium. Ohio State played TCU. In Texas that fans are upset right now. And then uh, the next night, the 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 Cowboys were on Sunday night football. And I was mm. like, I'm in town. I'm just going to get a ticket. And, yeah. and I got a standing room only ticket because they do that at the yeah. at Cowboys Stadium. And so I was standing there with a, a bunch of other people. <laughs> like we paid like a hundred bucks for the right to like stand in this area where you can't even see the field. And I just ended up watching the whole game on TV at like a yeah. bar area where I was. And I just remember thinking, this is what a racket. This is why the. Jerry Jones is the best. That's why this man's cashing checks. Like he, all of us paid a hundred dollars to stand here and watch it on at a bar. We could have just like gone to a bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's the it's trick. Amazing. That's how they get you in. It's kind of like if you went to the mall without having to buy anything. You know what I mean? That's what it feels like. You could just go to SoFi, not even really care about either team that's there. You just go for the experience. What uh, what are the bathrooms like? Five stars. Ba- five star bathrooms. Five star. I everything. saw. Did you see the Clippers? Uh, there was a reporter. I don't know how to phrase it, but uh. News news broke. Yeah, that uh, the new Clippers stadium, the new Clippers arena. Insight uh-huh. is it? Insight something? I think so. Um, that they, sounds right. They did a bunch of research, and they're going to have awesome bathrooms. That's like part of the yeah. The the, pitch the, on you the, see that they put like a three point line <laughs> yeah, in the bathroom. Yeah. What is happening? What are they doing? Dude, they listen to the show. They understand <laughs> the importance of bathrooms. What one other like, thing I have to say about SoFi? The way that the stadium is like. Uh, tilted down like the way that it is like curved it feels very much like Tony Hawk and Nigel Houston are going to do like some sort of skateboarding oh, thing on there dude. and I'm getting ahead of it before it gets announced as like some pay-per-view event they're going to or that's like get, a that's yeah. a level that gets unlocked on Tony Hawk exactly you can just, like skate around so far it looks yeah. unbelievable it looks like fun I get the to Jim. You play a lot of Tony Hawk, or you did in your past. Do you? Do you I'm the greatest. <laughs> we haven't played. I've, I've been. I've been challenging Jim on the road. He won't play me. Um, oh, please. <laughs> get a PlayStation. You want to play <laughs> on the little same toy? Get the no, original PlayStation. I'm not playing the same play price. Tony Hawk. <laughs> I, have the, I have the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. And the controller, the buttons are all the exact same. It's got the four buttons like in the no, diamond it pattern. It's different though. I, it's no, all the, it's the exact same buttons. No, the no. same with the X. No, it's it's for children. Like when you go to your friend's house as a kid and they'd have a PlayStation when you had an Xbox. You're like, I can't play 2K. Or you go to, you go to. the fat controller. You're like, what is this? Yeah. You go to, you get the, or your friend with the PlayStation, but they had the bootleg like Mad Cats controller. And 64. the buttons didn't work. You're like, the left trigger doesn't work. He's like, yeah, you just got to deal with it. He's game. like, but it's clear. You can see all the wires. Isn't that cool? And you're like, no, you can use it. It's like sticky. The guy knows the button doesn't work. Yeah. Exactly. Yo, how's the SoFi uh, Wi-Fi? Oh, five stars. You walk really? in and it hooks up to your phone. Seriously. Does it really? With hooks up to your Is this phone. what the $5 billion? No, I mean, I'm mean, telling like you, I, I could do anything in there. I was taking videos. <laughs> I, I, I was like sending files off my phone. This is all stuff we do at our house. Yeah. Watching the game on yeah, TV. Right. It's everything that I can do at my house, but I'm in the, I'm in the stadium, so I'm just It's amazed. all five stars. And experience it yourself. DM Tay Frazier. All tickets must go. <laughs> Honestly, I'm going uh, I'm going to the Monday night game. I wasn't going to go. I was going to sell my tickets to the Raiders game. But that's Monday night? Go. That's yeah. the next one. It's not this week, but the next week. Monday night football. Um, I was going to ask you, Jim, do you, do you get the deal where when you play Tony Hawk a lot, you're just like walking down the street and you're just picturing like... I could grind yeah. on that uh-huh. and then or like driving that, on the highway. Yeah, yeah you're driving like a median and you're like, yeah. oh, you jump. That would be that. sick yeah. to do this. Same and do with a Grand combo. Theft Auto. <laughs> yeah, Grand, yeah, that's dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Grand Theft Auto. That's concerning, but uh, also, <laughs> I agree with you. Um, 
Cool. All right. Well, yeah, that's, that's, that's a, a good so fun experience, honestly. So fun. Not, I, I, not much else to report. I mean, it was a great game. Greg the leg with a game winner. Yeah. The longest uh, made field goal walk off. The history field of the goal. stadium. Yeah, in history of the Cowboys. Oh. <laughs> in the, <laughs> the history of the stadium also. The history wow. about that. Yeah, there you go. Well, Greg the leg, 56 yards. Uh, do we do we have anything to report? I'm trying to think of what our report from Norman is. I would say I'll, I'll Did do, you see Trey Young? Can that be I my did, first yeah. Question? We, we we saw Trey Young as soon as we got yep. there. Yeah. Yep. It was hot nice. as balls. Did you talk to him or no? So hot. No, I wouldn't talk to him either. I wouldn't talk to him. Some of the some of the people at Fox wanted us to talk. He was with his like, crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you gotta leave, you gotta leave him alone. Yeah, he had he had at least two people in the crew that were wearing branded Trey Young stuff. Like you know, he's got a good logo. I will say, I, I, hate, I like his logo. I hate the logos that the guys have where they just incorporate their initials into a logo. Yeah, but his is the exception. His yeah. is good. Yeah, the, the Ty well, that looks T-Y, like a, you know why? Because Ty is Beanie Babies. Ty has already right. already been in your head. You know what I mean? They've already had a brand. But then he makes it. Then he makes it look like an A. And he plays in Atlanta, and then yeah. there's like the A T, the Y. I don't know. Like it all works. It you looks know, like the, it yeah. looks like it's saying ATL at the same time. <laughs> I don't know. I I like it. What? I like that logo. But he had he had guys like there were a couple guys wearing his stuff, like and his I was crew. like, I was like, this is this is too intimidating for me. Yeah, yeah. I agree. He just turned 23 too. You know, mm-hmm. he's like he's too lit. He's too um, lit right now. But what, what was, about his jersey? What he was wearing? Well, who was he wearing? He was wearing an like uh, old uh, receiver, right? Kelly? Malcolm Kelly? Yeah. Yeah, he was oh wearing Malcolm Kelly. Yeah. If you're at home right now, <laughs> Google right now, Malcolm Kelly Freestyle, 2007. Ronald Jinkies, <laughs> uh, they did a remix to it. The greatest oh, freestyle in all of college football history, the Malcolm Kelly Freestyle. In the background, you can see Sam Bradford, young Sam Bradford's like, oh my God, this is going to be epic. Uh, it's right after they won the Sugar, Sugar Bowl. Um, yeah, go look that up. Malcolm Kelly is the coolest receiver. That's in a, Oklahoma history. That's what he was wearing, that jersey. J, that was, Shout out to Trey Young. I just he felt might like, be cool. I just felt like I was watching The Sandlot where Jim was like, some guy named Baby, some girl named Baby Ruth. She <laughs> yeah. was like, Malcolm <laughs> Kelly. Yeah, exactly. I love Malcolm Kelly. <laughs> Jim was like, he's wearing some jersey. Some chick named Kelly. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I wanted this. Well, wanted, that's a great story. That's a good story. I wanted to say this about uh, Oklahoma. Though. I, wanted, I wanted to focus on the basketball pieces yeah. because uh, I was very, very disappointed and uh, th- those people do not care about basketball at all. It was very disappointing. I had multiple people um, approach me while I was in Norman, and they said uh, they, they they knew me from listening to our show. They're like, well, Thank I love you. your show. And, and I think it was two or three. Uh, two or three guys said, part of the reason I love your show is because I have nobody to talk about basketball with around here. Oh, nobody. Wow. And in fact, uh, the the I said I was surprised by this, that I thought the Thunder, the, the, the Oklahoma City Thunder coming to – I mean, Norman is like 20, 30 minute drive south of Oklahoma City, but it's in the Still same, close. same, whatever market, so to speak. Uh, I thought the Thunder would like ignite something in the Oklahomans to love basketball. Mm. And then now you would want to watch because OU, I mean, for God's sakes, just the last however many years alone of Blake Griffin, Buddy Heald, Trey Young, like, yeah, it's an insane run. They yeah. made the final four. We I, I, Christian Doolittle, Christian Doolittle. Blake Griffin's brother, <laughs> Taylor Griffin, <laughs> Brady Manick. I mean, yeah, Brady Manick's the one. Somebody got fall in love with basketball with that guy. Some heavy hitters, uh, Austin Reeves coming oh, through. Yeah. yeah, they got some heavy. So I was like <laughs> the white mom. Surely, uh, you know, like because Ohio, I, I went to a football school, Tate. I, mm. I understand what it's like to prefer one sport over the other, <laughs> but you know, people still love basketball at Ohio State, and they'll still yeah. go to the games. It's just not the same as football. Football's king, but there's still like an appreciation for basketball. My read on it from all the people is like nobody cares. And in fact, they're like, we don't. When we were, when Trey Young was at the height of his powers, they weren't selling out games. It's just like a, it's it's just nobody cares about basketball. And and a lot of people were telling me the Thunder are to blame. Actually, they don't help. In fact, the, they've uh, taken the basketball. Yes, fans. the same thing has kind of happened to Oklahoma State. I was told that like when oh, when the Thunder came in, all the bas- If you want to watch basketball, you go watch the Thunder and you ignore the the two colleges. So. I want to add this to the list of reasons why the Thunder must go. Send them back to Seattle mm. where they don't have college basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Send the Thunder back. Uh, it's ridiculous because I, I, I was excited to talk basketball. With, like Part of the reason I was excited to go on this trip was like just to talk basketball. Yeah, they're Jordan Brand. With, like you said, they've had dude, national players of the year. I mean, they, it's they've, insane. They've like you, you stacked Lon Kruger, for God's sake, one of the best. Coaches three, we've those had. three dudes, Blake Griffin, Buddy Hill, Trey Young, whatever time frame that one was Blake. 09 draft. So let's just like set those parameters. 12 years, the last 12 years. You have to build a three on three team of guys from one school. I'm taking Oklahoma. I'm taking Blake yeah. Griffin, Trey Young, and Buddy Hill versus any other team. Put any other three together. That's probably stupid. Kentucky's probably got a good team, but whatever. But yeah, they don't. Point care. is, 
Like in college, you take the college yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> it was three national player of the year. Yeah. And they're Jordan Brand, as you said. It, like, like all the boxes were checked, and uh, nobody cared about basketball. Nobody wanted to talk about basketball. And it wasn't just. Did you see was, Porter Moser? Was he around? I did. Yeah, he was. He was on. Uh, he was on the field showing around. Uh, uh, well, at least he and, was around. Yeah, That's I, good I, news. I, I dig his vibe. I dig like he, he looks the part. He yeah. he passes the like. There's a lot that goes into coaching college. But Agreed. this is going to surprise you. More goes into it than just looking the part. Mm. <laughs> but he checked that box for me that like I saw him walking around with those sunglasses he wears and he's he's kind of got that bounce to his step and the gelled hair and the whole deal. Yeah. And I was like, this yeah, it, he it looks fit. like a big time coach. Yeah, yeah, it fits. It like seeing the OU on his shirt, it fit. It would like there's some guys you look at that and you're like, you're you know, yeah, you're, you're over, out of your you're, depth here. Yeah. You're over your skis already. I can see that this isn't gonna work <laughs> out. He fit. But now whether yeah. you can coach or not, I don't know. But but th- to that point. One guy at the bar was like, what do you think about Moser? And I was like, I mean, I don't know. Like, he's he, he went to the Final Four. He, he, they had a good year. Like, the team last year beats Illinois. It was not a fluke. Like, mm-hmm. they they were clearly the better team because sometimes yep. you get scared. Sometimes you get scared when you hire these guys at the small schools. They go on one run. You give them $5 million a year or whatever to come coach your power school. And then it turns out they weren't that good at coaches. They just had that mm-hmm. one good run. Uh, Moser, I was like, you know, they they last year was not a fluke. Beating Illinois was not a fluke. No. That was in Illinois. Like we, we've talked about it a million times. Like they were the better team. If they played that game tomorrow. They'd probably win again tomorrow. Uh, so I was like, yeah, I've talked about. And then I'm saying this to an Oklahoma fan, like trying to sell him on it, and he's just like. Nah, there's something about him. <laughs> and I'm like, what? He goes, he goes, yeah, who's the uh who's the 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 big kid with the mustache he had? And I was like, Crowley? He's yeah. like, Yeah, I read a stat uh online, take that for what it's worth. I don't know. That he won like thirty percent of his games without Crutwig or something. I was like, Yeah, I mean, like most coaches, you take away the best player they've yeah, ever had. They, they usually probably, lose. They probably yeah. haven't been winning a lot. I don't know. Like I <laughs> and I had like Oklahoma fans were telling me why Porter Moser wasn't a good hire. And I was like, yeah. And, uh, Which is the opposite of a normal basketball school situation where the, they're trying to sell you on the idea of Wes Miller is going to yes. win national championship. And like then, if you went to Cincinnati, they'd be you know they'd be going crazy for Wes. And then that same guy I was talking to uh, follows it up with like, yeah, like uh, when when uh, and when when Buddy, uh, I forget what he said, but God, it was so funny. He couldn't remember Buddy Hill's name. He was like, yeah, we when we had when we had uh, what's his name, Bud, Bud. Uh, I was like, Buddy, Buddy like, Hill is like, Buddy. It's like, yeah, that's the guy. And I'm like, so you have strong opinions about Porter Moser, uh-huh. and you can't even remember. You you're so detached from the basketball team that you don't remember Buddy Hill's name. <laughs> This is, this honestly, is not a good. I didn't. I didn't like that. I didn't like. This it. is really hurting my warped perception of Oklahoma basketball because yeah. I always thought to myself, you know, if you were going to go play Big Twelve basketball, obviously Kansas is, you know, sure. number one. Sure. I have, you know, a deep, you know, I, I love Eddie Sutton. I, I love Oklahoma State. I kind of, you know, there was Jamison Curry, one of my favorite players in North Carolina, went there. You know, John Lucas the third. I mean, that those, you know, early two thousands Oklahoma State teams I like. So it was like Oklahoma State, boom, basketball school would go mm-hmm, play there, mm-hmm. and then Texas and Oklahoma. Oklahoma, like, you know, Texas, TJ Ford, you know, PJ Tucker, mm-hmm. LaMarcus Aldridge, like Oklahoma, like we've named all these guys. You you always felt like they could be, they're asleep. They had the giant. resources. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, like, they, like it's, it's, it's all there. They, could, they can bump up a yeah. tier and immediately just become a Florida type yes, powerhouse. Yes. You know what yes. I mean? And when you're saying all this, it makes me lose. That's what a I'm saying, that dude. Belief. That's what I'm saying. Is is we we we've <laughs> the often talked. Is not in my eye anymore. We we've talked about. I can't remember how much we talk on air about it, but we talk off air about like I I don't believe that the best jobs in college basketball are the Dukes and the Kansases and yeah. the North Carolinas. I believe the best jobs are the football schools where they invest enough in basketball for you to win a national title. Like like the, Shaka, the Michigans, the Ohio States, the Floridas, the Texases, yeah. uh, even USC, like yep. schools where. You don't have the pressure, but you do have the resources. And <laughs> yes. that's pretty much it. And I always thought Oklahoma was one of those. And after being there, I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't I, I think it's just full blown football. It's like football fo- like you do know Do they know everything about Lincoln Riley? Or they, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean that's good. Uh, they knew they knew they knew everything about the, the game against Nebraska they played in nineteen seventy one that was the fifty year anniversary and like yeah. I was talking to people that were like in their thirties and they're just like spouting off facts about the game in seventy one and I was like who uh who was the coach before Porter Moser was hired? They're like, mm, I don't remember. <laughs> never name? heard of him. Was, I liked him. He took us to the final four. <laughs> that like one Capel? Year. <laughs> 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 oh my God. Uh, in their defense though, they did have some huge recruits we saw on the goal line. And yeah. Do you remember what that guy was wearing? Oh, that's right. This is a good story. This is a good story. We saw, uh, 
We saw uh, there the, Moser and, and the staff were yeah, uh, showing have, around recruits. Five stars, yeah. And uh, one of the kids, I don't know his name. I famously don't follow the recruiting, <laughs> which is. I, I had no idea. Even though we spent five, that's shows all we on do Monty is talk B. about recruits. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I had never heard of any of these recruits. Um, but one of the kids was wearing an overtime shirt. <laughs> yes. I kid you not. Avoid on his recruiting trip. Amazing. Honestly, he, he should put up a graphic like which O will I choose? Yeah, it's a block like yeah. overtime or Oklahoma. <laughs> That's Ohio State. Good. Yeah. I like that. That's kind of like trolling the program. It's like, <laughs> I could just go pro in the so overtime. It's like, how much are you going to pay me? <laughs> <laughs> it does put, yeah, it oh, puts it man. back in their court. Um, speaking of not falling recruiting, I don't know how to break this news to you because uh, this oh, is, no. maybe I should have led with this. Uh, this is this is kind of a bombshell in the this show's universe. I have, since we last talked to you, which was what, Friday? Yeah. So over the weekend. <laughs> I don't know how it happened, but I have talked myself into Paolo Benchero being awesome and that Duke is going to be awesome. And Paolo did you talk, did you talk to the overtime kid about this? What? I have no idea how I arrived at this point. It's just like it's it's seeped into my subconscious. It, it's I think. probably better. It's probably better for the show that one of us, you know what I mean? Like one of yeah. us needs to be with Paolo. I didn't I didn't seek the hype out. The hype found me. Yeah. I, it, that's how I would describe it. I was just kind of living my life. And then it's like I heard whispers in the air. It's like I was a Disney movie, like a Pocahontas <laughs> or something, and the wind just started blowing. Uh-huh. And then I was like, "What? What is that? And what is what is that? Mother Nature? What are you saying?" And it's like Paolo Pinchero, National Player of the Year. <laughs> National I'm Player of the Year, you think? Coach K's retirement. <laughs> final Four. <laughs> it can't be a Final Four. It just can't. The the one thing that we have to stop, and I'll, you know, we have fifty days of college basketball, so we have to get ahead of this. We got to make sure that Coach K does not leave like John Wooden left. You know what I mean? He cannot leave on top. John Wooden, famously yeah. in 1975, won a national championship after having an entire lead up where he says, I'm going to leave the game of basketball. I'm going to retire. His team delivers. They get him a national title. He rides off into the sunset. That is what Coach K is trying to do. So Coach K can be forever yeah. the greatest did, coach. Did Wooden do a... Uh, my recollection of it uh, in, in 1975 was a while ago. I, I barely remember. <laughs> you and I have it. turned into yeah. the Oklahoma <laughs> yeah. fans talking about 1971. But if I remember right, um, <laughs> did it? Wooden didn't say before the season, did he? No, 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 no. He said it like a month before the tournament. I Is that what like it was? A, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, like I, a, I, I remember it as like he said it at halftime of the title game. <laughs> Oh, I thought like, it was like a month before, but it might. It, it probably was a month before, but like the legend, <laughs> yeah. the legend's better if they're like losing at halftime and wouldn't like. This yeah. is my last game, so, yeah. go out the, so don't please don't mess us up. <laughs> Billy Packer's calling the game. He's like, we just got word. It's the one time he drops an f bomb where John Wooden's like, "Don't fuck this up" in the halftime speech. And I was looking around like, "What? Like what he say?" Is it John Wooden? Yeah, and uh, and then they went out. Well, this- Coach K is gonna say it. Uh, that's for sure, and especially if they get to the Final Four. But what? Who? Who was whispering to you about Paolo Benchero? Or are you just walking around Oklahoma? It's, I I don't. It wasn't Oklahoma. It was like in in my private moments in Oklahoma uh, uh-huh. when I'm in the hotel room and I'm alone at night. Uh, I just <laughs> you had dreams of Paolo Benchero. You're like double, double. And I'm I'm going through certain pay per views on the on the hotel packages, and then it just is like Paolo. Palo Bench. Yeah. I don't know. I, I would honestly you you could convince me that college basketball was rigged if Coach K were to win a title this year. Yeah. Like you you sincerely could sit me down like like professionally like earmuffs, Jim. Like professional wrestling, you know? Yes. Like you could sit me down and we're like college college basketball is the same. Vince McMahon. Well, I have news for you. Um the the whispers in the air told me that it might be rigged this year. It might be like I, I I'm picturing Paolo, like Paolo Benchero being on 2K. His, first of all, I, I think I got to say, I'm, I'm going to raise my hand, uh, tap my chest on this one. Paolo Benchero, the name didn't pop for me. In no the way. Because like this is important when we're talking about brands and this is all these kids care about at this point, And they're, and they're 19 years old mm-hmm. going to these five star basketball players. Uh, it's the, the brand is the most important thing. Right. Tape. Zion Williamson, part of what went into it was his name was Zion. If his yes. name is 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 John Smith, no one cares, right? Zion Williamson, uh, that's not entirely true, but there's part of that. Zion is just like sounded cool. And I think my problems were Paolo Banchero uh, did not sound like a cool name to me when I first heard it. I was like, Paolo Let's Ban- just be honest. He sounds like a soccer player. He sounds like a soccer player. Yeah. There's like, so, there's that's something. That's what threw us off. I also am picturing. Uh, uh, I I don't know what I was like. I, I, 
we, we know Paolo. We worked with one at the ringer. Paolo Ugetti. <laughs> you think it was Paolo so Ugetti? I, was like picturing, I think I was like picturing Paolo Ugetti or something. <laughs> yeah. a dude. So a, a it was 6'11". It was yeah. just like a, my brain was in a fog. And then like I think the clarity was like, Paolo Benchero is actually kind of a badass name. And that pops. And like I started saying it to myself. I was like, Paolo Benchero. That that works, and I've talked myself into the brand. It does work event. together. Yeah, and then I and then I went on YouTube and just started watching his highlights of him just wrecking kids that are half his size, and I was like, yes, mm. yes. And then I started googling some stuff, and basically the hype is out of control. And I I found one person that said he, I believe he's going to be as as big as Zion, as Zion was at Duke, and then I was like, does he mean physically or like? <laughs> in what yeah in what world sir um, um so anyway i that that's the update but i can be talked out of it i don't know I, I can't talk you out of it because again i have not watched any of these so-called highlight tapes <laughs> i know nothing about the man i only have heard <laughs> you know spillage i guess is the best way spillage from the coach k camp and the duke camp i've had a lot of duke people reach out to me saying that Paolo Benchero was going to, you know, quote unquote, change the game for the Blue Devils, send Coach K out the right way. Mm -hmm. And I refuse to believe any of it. But now that you're on board, he's got he's got, got like, me a little concerned. I will say, too, he looks like he's very old, like not I wouldn't go. He's not like Greg Oden, uh, freshman in Ohio State, but like he looks like like this. this Greg looks younger now than he did his freshman year at Ohio State. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta show you the picture. If, well, this is just the video. I'm looking at him right now. I'm pulling up. I mean, is this the picture? That's a, that's a pretty. That, he still looks kind of young. I, I, I found some. <laughs> I found breaking Tata's in denial. I found, I found uh, a handful of pictures where he had the hair grown out a little longer, and yeah. he's making like a, a. I don't know. He's got like a hard look on his face, and I don't know. It's like this guy looks like he's 32, and he's just gonna wreck kids in next year. Um, anyway, I've talked myself into them, so that's where we're at with that. Anyway. What so. happens when they beat Kentucky in the first game? I think that's probably when they when they well not the first game when they play in the Champions Classic. That's probably when America. Oh, it's just like Zion was exactly. I you think, remember when the, yeah, that happened? Yeah, I, I mean. We were at that game. I was like forty and zero was happening. Yeah, I remember. My vivid memory was uh, I kept talking about how. <laughs> never mind. We did a podcast that night. Yeah, and uh, I was I I I could not believe the the stars that had aligned that like all the hype that went into that team and they come out of the gate and just destroy Kentucky and I was like they, yeah I was like they, they are definitely going undefeated they have to and in fact if they don't this season's a failure and then they won nothing <laughs> or did they win the ACC tournament they won the they ACC didn't go tournament. to the final four they lost in Maui to Gonzaga they lost to Michigan State in the Elite Eight they lost to Michigan State in the Elite Eight <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love the sport. Yeah. Because I'm going to do that again. If Paolo Benchero goes for 40 against Kentucky, I'll be like, it's happening. 40 and 0. Let's go. <laughs> it's a really bad draw for Kentucky because they are, as we we talked about, they won the too early offseason. They, they yeah. lost the way too early to Memphis. Then they win the too early. But then when the regular season starts, they have Duke's to play gonna, Paolo Benchero. I think, I think Duke's going to win the non-conference. I do mm. think I think Duke's going to be the big winner in the non-conference. And then uh, the ACC schedule will start and they'll lose a handful of games because they always do. Yeah. Um, and then we'll we'll count them out. They'll Coach K will lose at home to Carolina in the final game. And then they'll win the ACC tournament. Yeah. And then we'll enter the tournament and everyone will be like, Duke's winning this. That's Duke, the Duke's going to be a two or three seed. And you're like, Duke is definitely two winning. Two seed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A two seed and the one seed is Gonzaga. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The one seed is, uh, yeah, like uh, I'm trying, Purdue. <laughs> the one yeah, seed is Purdue. Uh, and Travion Williams like turned his ankle in the Big Ten championship game. Speaking or of, <laughs> I, I, I will say, as we're 50 days away from college basketball, the team that is the most hype about putting out like the practice reports via John Rothstein is Purdue right oh, now. Oh, dude, they, Purdue number is one, number one on the charts. This is Purdue's got to be careful. feeding John Rothstein everything from practice. Purdue's got to be careful how they're handling this because the, the hype is like if, if their jerseys weren't Purdue, I would say uh, go for it, hype it up. Like, yeah. Like that you should be. I, I think on paper, Purdue is as good. Like Travion Williams and Jaden Ivey are going to be the best inside outside in all of college basketball. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm putting my foot down and, and saying this as a statement of fact. Um, I, th I think they're both unbelievable and they are going to wreck people and they have a bunch of other great players. But around it's one them. thing but, to get those updates, but I'm getting like Brandon Newman updates. You know, but that's what, I mean? what I'm that's saying. That's how deep we are. I'm in the saying uh, you should be excited if you're a Purdue fan, but like I think Purdue is getting a little bit ahead of themselves. With, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're talking Tyler yeah. bust. Yeah, and that's comments, not where you want to be. That's not where you want to be. If no, you're, and I think I think the fact that like 
Baylor and Virginia and and Texas Tech obviously to win the title, but they were there. Auburn, like that, we've seen a lot of these new bloods, new bloods popping yeah. up in college basketball. Gonzaga obviously uh, almost wins a title last year. Like well, I, whatever, however you wanted to find almost. Um, but all these new bloods that are are new to the party, and I think Purdue is like, you know what? You've been talking all this smack all these years about how we never it's go our to time. Final Four. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? It was, Baylor never made it won a title. Virginia never won a title. So guess whose time it is, baby? It's our time. Yeah. <laughs> Just tone it down. It's a dangerous place. It, it's to a be. dangerous game because you have your Indiana sweatshirt on right now, yeah. and it does feel like this is the year for Mike Woodson. To, to sneak up on Purdue. Can I know? can I just say this too? In my three weeks of traveling for this college football show, um, I just want to go on record. There are way too many Purdue fans out there. In the world. Uh, just yeah. in the world in general. Yeah. I'm just like seeing too many in the airports, too many at, at these football games that like, you're like, why would a Purdue fan be at an Ohio State Oregon game? Mm-hmm. And then the guy, then he just laughs and raises his beer and keeps walking. I'm like, <laughs> like I, I don't like this. I, they all look alike. Like every Purdue oh, fan looks the exact same. Yeah. It's all like the well, same. They must know you're a booster. Yeah. So just trying to yeah. say what's up. Man. Uh, That's how <laughs> Purdue fans are. Even if you get to space, it's the same fan in space. He's like, Neil Armstrong, baby. That's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, should we take a break and, and figure out what else we're going to hit? I wonder what time we are on right I, now. I That's, have no idea. <laughs> let's take a no break. Quick break to talk about Discover. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically with no limit on how much you can earn. How amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Also want to talk about AT&T. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live. Another lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phones and you've got your neighbor's best friends log in for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports movies and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part... There's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Badlands, the anthology series from Drake Brennan, creator and host of the award-winning music and true crime podcast, Disgraceland, is back. Badlands Season 2 Sportsland launches on September 22nd with more edge-of-your-seat stories that blend hardcore history, true crime, and transgressive fiction. In Badlands Season 1, Hollywoodland, Jake told you the untold stories of Hollywood royalty. And now with Badlands Season 2, Sportsland, Jake explores wild tales and crimes from some of the most famous athletes in the world. He'll look at the shocking rise and fall of sports legends like Mike Tyson, Oscar Pistorius, and Aaron Hernandez. He'll also uncover some dark tales like shocking murder of downhill skiing sensation Spider Savage, the complicated mythology of outfielder Ty Cobb, and why boxer Sonny Liston's ties to organized crime drew the ire of none other than Attorney General Robert Kennedy. If you love true crime, sports, and Disgraceland, then you're going to love Sportsland. You're about to hear a preview from the Mike Tyson episode of Sportsland. You can listen to Sportsland and the shocking rise and fall of sports legends every Wednesday, everywhere podcasts are available or binge the whole season now exclusively on Amazon Music. August 1988. Blood was waiting for Mike Tyson when he walked through the front door of Dapper Dan's and stepped out onto 125th Street. The neighborhood had yet to wake up. Blood asked Mike what the fuck he was doing in his hood and why the hell he wouldn't fight him again. Mike answered quickly. He wouldn't meet Blood in the ring, but he'd meet him here, now. Mike popped Blood twice in the head with his fist. The first punch knocked Blood down. Blood got back up. The second punch knocked him down again. Mike didn't wait for him to get up a second time. Mike was running down 125th Street, headed towards his car. Mike got the car started, but before he could drive off, he heard the sound of twisted metal directly outside. It was Blood. He'd ripped the rearview mirror from the driver's side and was screaming at Mike. And when he got tired of screaming at Mike, he screamed loud enough for all of Harlem to hear. He screamed a lot of things, but they all boiled down to, Mike Tyson, you're a pussy. And that was it. No one disrespected the heavyweight champ. Mike opened the car door and stepped out. And before Blood had a chance to wind up, Mike had him on the ground again. Mike reached down and grabbed Blood by his hair, pulled his head up, and then sank a deadly right hook directly into his eye. Mike heard Blood's nose crack and he felt his own fist split in two. He was pretty sure he had fractured his hand on the spot. Blood hit the pavement face down. He didn't move. Mike wondered if maybe he'd killed him. Fuck. 
Maybe Blood was dead. Mike didn't want to find out. He jumped back in his car. Within seconds, he was gone. It can be a little frustrating, especially if you're in a hurry or running late to find yourself at a railway crossing waiting for a train. And if the signals are going and the train's not even there yet, you may feel a bit tempted to try and sneak across the tracks. Well, don't. Ever. To the naked eye, trains often appear to be further away and moving slower than they are. And they can't stop quickly. Even if the engineer hits the emergency brakes right away, it can take a train over a mile to stop. Over a mile to stop. By that time, it's too late, and the result is a potentially deadly crash. The point is, you can't know how quickly the train will arrive. The train can't stop quickly. Even if it sees you, it ends in disaster. If the signals are on, the train is on its way. And you just need to remember one thing. Stop. Trains can't. Back to Tyson Tate. And we're back. We still don't have a time code uh, on where we are right now, but, you know, we're... We, we got, I think we're under an hour. I think we are under right an now, hour. If we end it right now, we'll be under an hour. Yeah, should we stop down right now? Uh, <laughs> I got one more thing I wanted to point out to you, Titus. We keep talking about, you know, 50 days of college basketball. We're a college basketball show, so we have to talk about this. Uh, Matt Norlander, our friend, mm-hmm. friend of the show, he wrote a piece, uh, a piece, 20-minute he, he write. He writes pieces. He writes pieces. Who who in college basketball media writes articles that we know? Uh, I'd say Rutherford's an article writer. He doesn't write pieces. Yeah, he writes he writes stories. Right star. Rostein is an aggregator. An aggregator, yeah. yeah. Rostein, he, he's total aggregate. Yeah, Rostein just like records his phone calls with coaches. And we then, threw the gator chomp at him, and it's for aggregator. <laughs> He'll never get it, but I like it. How many of those coaches that go on Rostein's podcast know that it's a podcast and not just like Zero. a phone call with John? Zero. <laughs> Literally, it's the, it's the SID walking up to them with another. It's not even their phone that, that John has the phone number of. And they give them the phone. <laughs> they talk for 25 minutes and it moves on. Uh, Yeah. But Norlander the, is the king of Norlander pieces. Norlander is a, he's the king of pieces. In college basketball. <laughs> not in all not in all the no, world. No, hang on a sec. Oh, well, I was going to say the Yahoo boys, but they don't write. Those, those aren't pieces. Those are those are stories. Those are. Yeah, those are reported. Those are reporters. Features. Reported features. <laughs> See, I'm learning something about journalism here. What did I used to write? Uh, you wrote pieces. You wrote a. I Grand was a Land. piece writer. Yeah, you wrote a Grandland. I mean, I don't know if I like that, Jim. What, like, what? <laughs> the, are Are you in agreement here that like being, maybe, being a piece writer is not a good for my brand? I've never read any of your stuff, so I have no <laughs> idea. Maybe I'm not kidding. Be spelled differently. What, what would what What would be if you were a writer on the internet, Jim? How would you want people to describe your? Maybe works? you're an article. I think you're an, an article. article. I think you're an article. I wrote an article. I wrote yeah. a piece. You wrote an article. I wrote a story. You're like a blogger. You I wrote like, a blog. You look like a blogger. <laughs> a blogger. I am. I, I started out blogging. <laughs> I guess blog boy. Blog boy. I'm a blog there you boy. Are. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. As you were, uh, Matt Norlander, <laughs> the king of the pieces. Wishes he was a blog boy, but he is the king of the pieces. Uh, he says college basketball starts at 50 days. So here are 50 things to know about the 2021-22 season. Okay. Classic. You know, this is the great premise. Something that probably we should have done for this day, 50 days, but we don't keep up with the calendar and that. We'll weird do. Way. We'll do the night before the season we'll do the number one thing with one day to go <laughs> the number one thing <laughs> and you know what would be number one on our list nine times out of nine mm-hmm. 900 out of 900 mm-hmm. nine billion out of nine mm-hmm. billion it would not be Hello. number f- <laughs> it would be it would not be number 50 Final on four. matt norlander's list and again we love matt norlander but this is probably the biggest if people ask what the difference is between someone that writes pieces and what we do on this show Pieces of shit, these two guys. No, I'm kidding. Uh, number 50, Mike Krzyzewski's retirement tour. Wait, what? So you're, let, let me get this number straight. Number 50 on the list is Mike Krzyzewski's retirement tour. But you're going to bat for Coach K that you think Coach K should be higher it's, it's on the list? It's number one. It is number one on any list. It's number two if it's not number one. If it's not number two, it's number three. If it's not number three, it's number four. But it's never Mark Titus number 50. On any list. Well, th- okay. This is the star of the season. Do you think, uh, my question is, do you think he put it at 50 so he could get it first? Get it first. So it's like a weird backhanded way. It's like, it's actually number one. Regardless, if that were the case, just put number one next to it and start with that and say, before I get to my other 49, we all know why we're here. Coach K, number one. Okay. That's so, what it but should it, be. So if Norlander's the king of the pieces, then why should he listen to you? He's, uh, well, he's the, I'm who just are a, you? <laughs> what, what are you? What are you? What are I'm you the, the king, king of the of? tweets. And so I'll tell you how to how to do something in the, the, the not 20 minutes worth of words. You know what I mean? So getting straight to the point, it is Coach K's year. 
It is Coach K's timeline. It's um, Coach K's show. It's the farewell tour. In all tour. seriousness, if you're let's let's write the article right now. Coach K is number one for yeah. us. Uh, what what's number two on your list of of things you're most excited about? Big picture, small picture. Johnny Juzang. Yeah, it. That's I, it. I, Johnny I, Juzang. Yeah, I think in general you just UCLA. Johnny Juzang. <laughs> Johnny Juzang. It's Johnny Juzang and the UCLA story. You know, if it was an extended title, yeah. but it's Johnny Juzang. He came back. Yeah. You talked about Oklahoma fans, like the NBA ruining, you know, the the college fans in Oklahoma. The NBA tried to ruin kids like Johnny Juzang. They're like, why would you go back to college? Why yeah. would you go back to UCLA? There's nothing there for you. Johnny Juzang said, yeah, there is a chance to win a title with Mick Cronin. I think high on my list, this is certainly not like number two or three, but I just thought about it. Is it number 50? It's, yeah, I'm going to put it, lock it in. Maybe like, we just do our, our number 50. Our, yeah, what are, what's number 50? Okay, this this would be about a number 50 for my list. Mm. I, I feel like this is going to be the year that I set in stone my opinion of Jawan Howard one way or oh. the other. Um, he's obviously been great so far at Michigan. He's... <sighs> But uh, the, the the last season left a bad taste in my mouth with how Michigan was crowned Big Ten champions by mm. winning fewer games than the team that kicked their ass on Michigan's home court. And like that whole – and like Michigan – like hang the banner, I get it. The Big Ten technically said you're champions, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but with all the ju- – like Hunter Dickinson came back. They're talking mad junk. They got, they yeah. got a great recruiting class. Uh, their football it, team looks pretty good. So far. I know. Their football team's scary. We can talk about that later. Yeah. But, uh, um, they, the, 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 like this, the, the time is now basically not, not that they have to win the title, not that they have to, I, mm. I don't know what they have to do, but like if, if Michigan does go to the final four, like go to the national title game and lose in bullshit fashion, as is how it works for big 10 teams. Um, I'll be like, all right, well now I'm terrified that Juwan Howard is, is going to run, is just going to run 10. the big 10 for the next 10 years. Uh, but if they suck and, 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 you know, Hunter Dickinson's talking all that smack with Illinois fans and. Purdue fans and and I like basically Ohio State like every every Michigan he, I mean that guy talks smack to everybody mm-hmm. and they underachieve then I'm selling all my Jawan Howard stock and I'm like this guy I, I don't know because I'm that's just how it works so I'm, I'm you know <laughs> you're just getting ahead of it yeah I mean that's how it works a decision, like you, a decision will a be decision made. will be made this year yeah, yeah. so Jawan I, like I know that. uh I know how much it means to you to have my approval and I'm just saying this is a big year for you so um you know good luck to you yeah I just like to say that. Mm-hmm. So that, that's on my list. Because I, I do I do think this is, like, Michigan has positioned themselves. I, like, Michigan fans think they're already there. Like, they're like, we're already, everyone should be shaking in their boots and yeah. all that kind of stuff. But, like, I don't know, Memphis fans were saying that when they got Penny and, like, they started landing. You know, like, come on. And I know Michigan went to the Elite Eight last year. It's different. They've they're already had more success. Like, but you're not there yet. You're just, yeah. like, you're building something. And I think this year could be an opportunity for Michigan to say, it's done, been built. Mm-hmm. It's, we're not building anymore. Mm-hmm. Here's what we built. Suck it. Mm-hmm. And number three on the list, Penny Hardaway and the Memphis yeah, Tigers. Yeah. I mean, they're ahead of like, that's what you're saying. Like Penny Hardaway has jumped up into the lexicon of the actual conversation now. Michigan's still back here, but they think they're up here. We should do it. could be up. We should here. do a power we'll rankings of who must like remember going to the tournament last year where like Gonzaga must win the title. Mm-hmm. And also the Big Ten as a whole must win the title. Yes. And neither one of them like or and, and, and if they Baylor. don't <laughs> and if they don't get rid of all of the programs. Yeah. And then they didn't and we're like all right, so this year you can say well the caveat, the caveat was like Baylor could do it too. Like yeah. we just we just didn't give them their own space. As as we were prone to do with the Baylor Bears. Who, who as it stands right now uh, in in September, with fifty days to go to the season, what what's number one on your list of they they must win the title this year or it's over, it's all over and it's done. It's Gonzaga. It's got to be Gonzaga, even though we said it last year. I it's like we, I, I feel like Gonzaga at this point. It's like you already had that moment, you know. Now now when you win the title, it's kind of uh you know okay. It might be it's Purdue. About time. Yeah, Purdue could be up there. It might be Purdue. Like this yeah. is the best chance you'll have in quite some time. Memphis. Yeah. Memphis is gonna. Purdue will be back though. Purdue, like Purdue, doesn't. See, I don't know Memphis. Like, I don't know like, how long Memphis can sustain this. Like, uh, we, we get true. we get the top two that's five true. stars, and we get FedEx to help us. I mean, this could be the one shot, one kill. I mean, I feel like John Calipari has to make a Final Four, right? A little bit, yeah. Like he needs after last year, at least at least needs to be in the conversation late in the season. Not yeah. not to say he's going to be in trouble, but just to kind of reassert that hey, Kentucky. You know, the lifetime contract still kicking in, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, North Carolina, Hubert Davis Royal, have yeah. to show that they can do they don't without have to Roy do Williams. Anything. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Chris well, Holtman. they're still they're building. That's Chris what I'm saying. Holtman's I'm bu- got to do something. All right. Well, now now you're getting somewhere with like the yeah. lodge. Like 
Schubert Davis doesn't have to. He's year yes. one. He doesn't have to do like. No, he does. We have a standard. Shut, shut up. We have a standard. Same with Chris, but like Texas is going to be a top five team. I don't think Texas, like if Texas uh, is a one seed and gets upset in the Sweet 16 or Elite Eight, it's not like you're punting on Texas as a program. Because you're like, you know, that's because you're like already something. punted on them as a program. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but same with Hubert Davis. Like if they, if Carolina's not that good, it's like you guys haven't been good for a few years now. So what, what I mean. 2017 <laughs> champs. 2019 one seed. Just one year. Dude, that's the most Big Ten thing you've ever said. 2019 one seed? We're Are we hanging seed. banners for that now? I mean, I mean, what, what is it, that? Put it up on if ours. I would have said that about Ohio State, you would have you'd be on the floor laughing. No, I'd right say now. you guys are a two seed and lost to a 15 seed. <laughs> but I didn't say that. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Who did you guys lose to in 2018? Uh, 2019 was uh, Auburn. Oh, that's right. The Elite Eight game? Yeah. Or no, no Sweet, Sweet 16, 16. And then Auburn yeah. beat Kentucky. Chuma. Yeah, because Kentucky's like, we got all, yeah, we got it. Like, we were scared of Carolina. I still think Chula, who's on the Magic, has to be a good player in the NBA. Yeah. I don't understand what happened, but he bought out that I think, game. Uh, I think I got, I, I think I might have Purdue up high on that list of uh, got to win the title. UCLA's up there, too. I mean, like, you, I think UCLA's going to be good going forward. But, like, this feels like, it feels like it's. capitalize on the moment. It feels like it's building yeah. to this moment in time right now. If, if UCLA has the same regular season as they did last year. Yeah, it's that's going to be that's, really That's a bad. problem. Yeah. That's a problem. Even if they do kick it into gear, like they, in the tournament, yeah. and they have yeah. the whole same sequence happen again, it was a rough regular season. That's the other thing. I feel like a lot of people were expecting UCLA to kind of come out and be burning up people and, and be great, and it's going to take a while. It's going to take I, at least a I month. Weirdly ha, I weirdly think Gonzaga doesn't have to win the title this year. Yeah, I, I don't like, think so like either. like they're going to just – like maybe that's their brand. Is like we just <laughs> – Yeah. They, they saw what happened to like the Red Sox and the Cubs. And they're like every once they won, they they it's their over. whole franchise is fundamentally changed and how people viewed them as lovable and whatever else. Yeah. So the moment we become champs, everyone hates us. Well, so let's just not do that. Let's. My uh, theory is that there can only be one Duke in college basketball, and it doesn't matter if they wear Duke on their chest. And Coach K, when he leaves, when he retires. Gonzaga yeah. wins and they become the new Duke. So yeah, maybe Gonzaga knows that and they're like, let's we not win wait. this year. Yeah, let's just wait. Let's let like UCLA be the new Duke. Yeah. We want to be something else. Or Purdue. Yeah, Purdue. <laughs> Purdue is the new Duke, dude. Coach Titus, turn this off. I'm just kidding. Oh my God. Purdue, Purdue men's basketball. Put that on Instagram. I want to see that quote card. Put that on Instagram. We're the Tate new Frazier Duke. says we're the new Duke. <laughs> Tate Frazier of, of Titus and Tate podcast says we're the new Duke. <laughs> Maybe Purdue's the new Duke, question mark. <laughs> Put it on a shirt. Oh, man. Uh, what else is there? What else do you want to hit? Did you uh, shout outs or anything before we wrap it up? I mean, honestly, I just want to shout out again uh, the Los Angeles Chargers for what a beautiful atmosphere they have. Again, at Tate Frazier. Tweet at me if you want to go to these games. Tweet at Jim Cunningham also if you want to go to these games. <laughs> You're really trying to... <laughs> uh, we got to go to a game. But you, have, you have two tickets? Can we buy two, two tickets? Think we can buy tickets I, think, I think next year I'm going to bump up to four tickets so that I can, you know what I mean? <laughs> sell, sell so I can sell more of an experience. Fast forward 15 years. Tate has like the whole section <laughs> bought. He's just on the corner just pedaling, yeah, scalping tickets. Yeah, yeah hey. That's his full-time job. I'm ready. I'm ready. Send me to Inglewood. I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> but that's really all I have. Honestly, it was, uh, I think we were under an hour. Well, we're not done yet. Cause I, <laughs> I wanted to, uh, I have a PAC 12 update to wrap oh, up before good. we go. Uh, the PAC 12 and the SWAC have a partnership. This was just announced today. Um, what now the PAC 12 has entered an alliance as we know with, uh, the big 10 and the ACC. Uh, we love the SWAC by the way, but what, yeah. what kind of, so they now have a partnership is what they're calling it. Uh, where they're going to play home and home basketball games. That's at, pretty cool. At, uh, SWAC schools. So I forget what the schedule was. Like someone's going to Texas Southern. Um, here I probably should have. I guess if I'm doing the Pac-12 update, I probably should have done. Been a little. I mean, this is a pretty smart move. I th I feel like for the Pac-12. You know, yeah. usually when you bring up the Pac-12 update, we we start snickering because it's going to be something funny. Yep. The first um, the first home and home. Oh, go ad free or allow ad. <laughs> oh my god. Already subscribed. Oh, journalism. <laughs> I just, I keep clicking on pieces. How do I find articles? Yeah, where are the stories? Where are the, all right, Pac-12. Where are the blogs? <laughs> <laughs> all right, the Pac-12 and the Southwestern Athletic Conferences announced today the formation of a basketball educational and scheduling partnership. All right, just get to the, get to the thing. What are we talking about here? Where's the home? All right, here we go. Uh, so November, 2022, Southern is at Arizona, Florida, Florida A&M at Oregon, Alabama state at USC. Mm. And then Arizona state is at Texas Southern, Colorado at Grambling, 
Uh, Wash is it no longer Grambling State? It's just Grambling now, huh? It used to be Grambling State. Yeah, maybe got rid of the state. Oh yeah, man, smart. Uh, Washington State at Prairie View A and M, and then in uh, the next year, 2023, November of 2023, Texas Southern at Arizona State, Grambling at Colorado, Prairie View at Washington. So we get Mo Williams at USC. We got to go to that game. We have to see Mo Williams again. Alabama State, right? Isn't he at Alabama State? Uh, is that right? Yeah, Alabama State at USC. That's next year, though. It's not till 2022. Uh, but it's still cool that this is happening, that they're yeah. that they're doing a home-and-home home deal. Um, Yeah, I, I want to see more of this. I want to see... Like, the NCAA should mandate, especially if in the name-image-likeness era where there's the fear that the rich will just continue to get richer mm-hmm. Um, and the divide will happen where, like, the smaller schools will no longer have a chance or whatever. Uh, and the, the alliances and, and all of that, Tate. I think there should be a mandated rule that you have to play... If you're a power conference school... You have to play a true road game at a smaller school every single year. Yeah. Every year. You can pick yeah. anyone. Pick pick whatever it was. You can you can schedule like let's be honest, the SWAC teams usually are the worst in the country. Um, so you could schedule one of those and like win by fifty if you want, whatever. But like it's good for them, it's good for you, it's good, it's good for everybody. Everybody wins. Yeah. Except for the team that lost by fifty one. But <laughs> Um, no, even, I, I, I think it's a great you're idea that you got to play UCLA at home. Yeah, you know? you're like UCLA whatever. is coming to. Well, UCLA is actually not in this <laughs> partnership, but Oregon at Florida A&M in 2023. That's cool. That's cool. That'll be cool. Uh, yeah, Arizona is at Southern. Arizona basketball going to Southern. Yeah, that's cool. That's a good idea. We and the, like Carolina played at Watford. Watford not that long ago, right? Yeah, mistake, mistake. But <laughs> also. That would be that's sick. That's like a great. Is that a, is that not a good idea that I I'm, I rarely have good ideas. I feel like that's one that's a good idea. That, that they every, should all do that. Yeah, that every yeah. power conference school should be forced to play at least one regular season game. <laughs> As for some whatever reason, I thought you were saying like you had this idea for them to play the swack, and I was like, you oh said, no, not the not the swack. I just mean, said, look, you said this in. I was like, that's pretty good. I love the idea of. I like small schools getting the love, and I like the big schools like paying homage to the small schools by saying we appreciate who you are. We're gonna and come. You, bring you know our the other thing here. I love. This is a great opportunity for rivalries for like Chris Mack to come out and be like, "Okay, our one mid-major team we're playing this year, Memphis. We're gonna go to Memphis." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that'd be that'd be great. And the Memphis fans get Duke pissed says off. We're gonna play NC State this year. Yeah, yeah. What, what do you mean great. we have to schedule another small school? We already got NC State on the schedule. Yeah, boom, and then boom, rivalries. There we go. <laughs> Duke actually would do that. Duke would. Duke would uh, be the one school that fights against. This, I uh, I am already putting this out there. I think that Duke is dead. Um, like as <laughs> as a relevant program, um, produce the new Duke in about eighteen months. Let's give or take eighteen months. They're dead. They're irrelevant. They're Coach K's program. Without Coach K, who are they? So I'm already putting in for Virginia to be the new rival. I, I think that the the we, new rival for North Carolina, with Carolina, be Virginia. Yeah. yeah, you've been you've been on this for yeah. I'm a replacing while. Duke. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting Duke out of here. I'm well, bringing. I'm pulling Duke's, up Virginia. I'm here to tell you. Apologies to NC State. You guys have have been they've been on deck for about three thirty dec you know three decades at this point thirty years. They're done. We're pulling I'm, Virginia. I'm here to tell you, Duke might be dead when Coach K leaves, but they're not dead. They might be dead when Coach K leaves. They're not dead uh, this year. Paolo, <laughs> one year, one one last. What did he call it? One last ride Paolo. instead of the last dance. Here comes Paolo. Where's Palo from originally? That's my like. Is he from Texas? Like what? What? What kind of basketball acumen is he? Seattle. He's from Washington. Yeah, Seattle. Oh, that's scary. Never mind. I'm actually scared now because (laughs) Kyle Singler came from the Pacific Northwest, and I was like, Mm -hmm. "LOL, Mm -hmm. this is their guy." Mm -hmm. And then guess what he did? Mm -hmm. Win a national championship. So now I'm getting nervous. Um. All right. That's it. Are we under an hour? Probably not. Probably There's no not. way. Because we're gonna we gotta we gotta read the ads and then we're gonna be. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But just know before the ads, we were under an hour. We tried. We tried. Yeah. We tried our best. Uh. See you guys Friday. Badlands, the anthology series from Drake Brennan, creator and host of the award-winning music and true crime podcast, Disgraceland, is back. Badlands Season 2 Sportsland launches on September 22nd with more edge-of-your-seat stories that blend hardcore history, true crime, and transgressive fiction. In Badlands Season 1, Hollywoodland, Jake told you the untold stories of Hollywood royalty, and now with Badlands Season 2 Sportsland, Jake explores wild tales and crimes from some of the most famous athletes in the world. 
He'll look at the shocking rise and fall of sports legends like Mike Tyson, Oscar Pistorius, and Aaron Hernandez. He'll also uncover some dark tales like shocking murder of downhill skiing sensation Spider Savage, the complicated mythology of outfielder Ty Cobb, and why boxer Sonny Liston's ties to organized crime drew the ire of none other than Attorney General Robert Kennedy. If you love true crime, sports, and Disgraceland, then you're going to love Sportsland. You're about to hear a preview from the Mike Tyson episode of Sportsland. You can listen to Sportsland and the shocking rise and fall of sports legends every Wednesday, everywhere podcasts are available or binge the whole season now exclusively on Amazon Music. August 1988. Blood was waiting for Mike Tyson when he walked through the front door of Dapper Dan's and stepped out onto 125th Street. The neighborhood had yet to wake up. Blood asked Mike what the fuck he was doing in his hood and why the hell he wouldn't fight him again. Mike answered quickly. He wouldn't meet Blood in the ring, but he'd meet him here, now. Mike popped Blood twice in the head with his fist. The first punch knocked Blood down. Blood got back up. The second punch knocked him down again. Mike didn't wait for him to get up a second time. Mike was running down 125th Street, headed towards his car. Mike got the car started, but before he could drive off, he heard the sound of twisted metal directly outside. It was Blood. He'd ripped the rearview mirror from the driver's side and was screaming at Mike. And when he got tired of screaming at Mike, he screamed loud enough for all of Harlem to hear. He screamed a lot of things, but they all boiled down to, Mike Tyson, you're a pussy. And that was it. No one disrespected the heavyweight champ. Mike opened the car door and stepped out. And before Blood had a chance to wind up, Mike had him on the ground again. Mike reached down and grabbed Blood by his hair, pulled his head up, and then sank a deadly right hook directly into his eye. Mike heard Blood's nose crack and he felt his own fist split in two. He was pretty sure he had fractured his hand on the spot. Blood hit the pavement face down. He didn't move. Mike wondered if maybe he'd killed him. Fuck. Maybe Blood was dead. Mike didn't want to find out. He jumped back in his car within seconds. He was gone. 